Welcome to Coaching for Creatives with Kirsten. My name is Kirsten Call. I'm a therapist trained life coach and a children's book author. Together, we'll get the drama out of our lives and onto the page. Let's get started. You are listening to episode 48 Being Willing to Be Wrong. I've been working on a novel in verse for a long time, a very long time. About 10 years ago, my husband and I got DNA testing for each of us for our anniversary. That's when I discovered I had 4% Nigerian in me. I hadn't realized this, so I did some research and discovered my great-great-grandmother had lied on the census record and said she was white. She also changed her name and moved to New York City to start her new life as a white woman. I felt compelled to tell her story. At the time, I had one picture book out. I was a newish author with so much to learn, and a novel felt daunting. So I dabbled. I took a novel class. I planned. I wrote for a few months, then I stopped for a few years. I finally decided to do NaNoWriMo, which is National Novel Writing Month, and I succeeded. I mean, I wrote the whole novel in that month, but then I didn't look at the manuscript for a couple more years. I wrote the book with two points of view, one in prose and one in verse, and I felt like that was exactly what I needed to do, just so that I could differentiate between the two points of view. But I felt stuck. I struggled. The book just wasn't working for me. I was sure my structure was correct. I just had to get the words right. Then I was at a Boston Authors Club award night. I was lucky enough to win an award for the big scream. I sat next to Kip Wilson, who won for her novel in verse, The Most Dazzling Girl in Berlin. If you haven't read it, you should. It's so beautiful. Anyway, we were talking and I told her I'm working on a novel in verse, but it's not where I want it. And she said her critique group needed someone else and invited me to join Litwits. Oh my goodness, this felt like the hand of God. Kip has three published novels in verse, award-winning ones, (laughs) and she knows what she's doing, as does the rest of the group. I sent my first 10 pages to Litwits, and Kip's last comment on my submission was something like, this book would be really amazing if the entire thing were in verse. All of a sudden, the world opened up to me. I knew I was stuck because my prose just isn't as good as my verse. Perhaps it's the picture book author in me. (laughs) I knew I was wrong for trying to force myself to write a character in prose just because I thought it would be cool and easier to differentiate both characters. I rewrote the entire half of the book in verse, cutting 30,000 words. And now the book is going out on submission next month. I had to be willing to be wrong about my approach to this book in order to make the book so much better. In this case, it was easier to be willing to be wrong because I was stuck. I knew what I was doing wasn't working. I'd been trying for 10 years for crying out loud. (laughs) But most of the time, it's hard to admit when we're wrong. As human beings, we just want to be right. I see that at my house all the time. Everyone thinks they're right and the other person is wrong. And sometimes people are quite stubborn about insisting they are right, even with concrete evidence to the contrary. I remember one of my kids insisting it wasn't raining, even as the rain pelted our rooftop. (laughs) So here are the problems with not admitting we're wrong. Number one, it squelches creativity. There's something very rigid about not admitting we could be wrong. It leaves zero margin for error. Number two, you're not willing to take risks. 
You have a hard time learning from experience if you're not willing to fail and get it wrong. Number three, you have a fixed mindset instead of a growth mindset. Again, the rigidity of always needing to be right keeps you stuck in your own belief cycle, looking for evidence of what you already believe, and then not considering other options. Number four, needing to be right keeps you from experimenting. Number five, needing to be right makes you less likely to listen to others' points of view or even engage in conversation with someone who disagrees. So why do we resist being wrong? What makes it so scary? I think there's something to be said for feeling like we have to be right to be loved, or we have to be right to feel worthy, or we have to be right to succeed. And if we admit we're wrong, then we are failures, or unworthy, or unlovable. So (laughs) here are some thoughts to think when you find yourself insisting you're right. You can think, it's possible I'm wrong. It's okay if I'm wrong. I'm willing to be wrong in order to connect with other people. Being wrong makes me relatable to other people. And a couple of my favorites, there's more than one right way to do things. And there's more than one right way to think about this situation or scenario or problem. Also, being willing to be wrong helps me connect with people. Now let's talk about the benefits of being willing to be wrong. Number one, you're humble. Being willing to be wrong shows you're humble enough to learn. Number two, you're open to learning. (laughs) When we fail and when we admit we're wrong, then we work towards learning better ways. Number three, you're authentic. All of us are wrong sometimes. There is no one who has never been wrong. Number four, you're flexible. You're willing and able to think about things in a different way. So if you find yourself insisting you are right and the other person is wrong, stop and notice your thoughts. Ask yourself, is it possible I could be wrong? Also, if I am wrong, what's the worst that can happen right now? Probably the worst thing that can happen is a feeling, maybe embarrassment, right? Feelings are just vibrations in our bodies. It's pretty interesting how afraid we are of feelings like humiliation, shame, and embarrassment. But I'd like to posit that being wrong is nothing to be ashamed of. In fact, admitting we're wrong is one of the most authentic, humble, and connecting things we can do in any relationship. Think about it. How often do we want to hang out with the person who always insists they're right? And if we are that person, the one who isn't willing to be wrong... We are most likely lonely and frustrated and by ourselves. So when you notice you are unbending and certain you are correct, remind yourself there's more than one right way to do things. Allow yourself to be wrong. Allow your mind to expand. Allow yourself to learn and become. I guarantee you won't regret it. And if you do, well, (laughs) I'm willing to be wrong. Until next time, keep smiling. If you like what you've heard, check out my Get Yourself Unstuck program. Go to kirstencall.com. That's K-I-R-S-T-I-N-E-C-A-L-L.com and schedule a free consultation today. Coaching for Creatives is produced by Kirsten Call. Music and audio engineering by James Call.